Previously on Super Serial Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there's a way to describe me, I'm sure it's optimistic, upbeat, happy all the time. <laughs> and definitely open-minded. <laughs> That's right. Open to change. They're like, it's five o'clock, man. Got cut and roll. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? It's Friday, guys. Let's get out of here. Let's cut and roll, guys. Come on. Let's move so, it out. This game, uh, we're going to call... Would Paul eat it? <laughs> Honey Bunches of Oats is a is a perfectly formed meal, and you have to eat it the way that God intended. Mm -hmm. You want fruit in it? Buy the one with the freeze-dried fruit. This is not, you know, choose your own fruit adventure here. <laughs> I want to switch gears ever so slightly. Yeah, you're gonna, we're going to pivot. <laughs> pivot! <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> God, that that might be, in my opinion, if not the best, one of the three best scenes in Friends ever. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I would I would say top five at least. Now that we've pivoted, yeah. Uh, Seinfeld. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this is Paul, and this is Nick, and this is even more hot cereal. Hot cereal. Cream of wheat. Uh huh. Now here's what's interesting. When when we were doing our oatmeal quiz, I eat cream of wheat strictly savory, and I always have. Interesting. Okay. I've only really started eating cream of wheat maybe in the last six or seven years. So what's the difference between oatmeal and cream of wheat? Is it just like the materials? One's wheat and one's oats? Yeah. So basically you have uh, farina, which is milled wheat, and it's cooked with water and milk. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's basically oatmeal, but made with milled wheat. And here's what's interesting is, you know, very related are grits and cream of wheat. They're basically yeah. the same thing, except... Cream of wheat is more traditionally served as a as its own meal, like as a cereal. Whereas grits, I never consider grits to be a cereal because it's traditionally served as a side dish. Yeah, I always like equate grits more with like a polenta or something like that. Yeah, and like you know, like and you know, we're both we've both lived in the South for a pretty long time, so we we're familiar with meals like shrimp and grits and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! I mean, if if I go to a restaurant and shrimp and grits is on the menu, there is at least. 50 to 70% chance that's what I'll get. Yeah, shrimp and grits it's is amazing. So good. I used to I used to hate on grits so much. Um, it was mostly like a holdout from being a, a Yankee that's moved down into mm -hmm. uh, into the south. And that was like my last holdout, the last stand of my Yankee dumb was that I, I'm just not going to eat grits. I don't want grits. And then I had grits, I'm like, oh. Why have I been denying myself so oh, much? Oh, they're so good. They're so yeah. good. So when I talk about preparation of cream of wheat, my personal taste is also the same of how I like preparation of grits, which when I make cream of wheat, I do it with... Now, here's the thing. I do it savory, but I still do it with milk, mm -hmm. and I prefer it thicker. Okay. Not runny. Yeah. Okay, same with my sense. grits. So, I mean, yeah. not to hate on a Southern institution, but I've always felt that Waffle House's grits are just too runny. Ah, see, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like something in the middle. I, I like, a, I don't like them too runny either, but I also don't like it to be, I don't like the, I don't like grits to be chunks. Yeah, but see, they could still be dry and be chunks. Here's my litmus test for grits. Uh -huh. Are you serving them in a separate dish or are they on the plate with the rest of the meal? Mm-hmm. 
if they can hold their own on the plate and not make my toast wet, that's a good grit. But if you have to serve it in a side dish, it's because you know they're too runny. Personal, okay. personal yeah, preference. Yeah. So uh, cream of wheat. We're going to go back to cream of wheat. The So cream of wheat is actually the brand. The yeah. cereal is called Farina. So there's like a like a Kleenex thing. It's yeah. uh, or a Q-tip thing. Exactly. We just call it cream of wheat, but it's called Farina. Yeah, so Farina, it's Farina with milk is basically it. But when you buy cream of wheat, it's just a box of Farina. Uh, cream of wheat, the brand, came out in 1893. It's so ancient. It's these, so old. Well, if you think of oatmeal, if you think of uh, farina, if you think of these things, it's just literally the it's the most basic processing of a grain. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's why they're so old. And, and to be honest with you, the fact that cream of wheat has lasted so long is pretty impressive. Because like you don't you don't go to restaurants and order cream of wheat like cream no. of wheat is like almost exclusively a home product mm-hmm. it is very inexpensive it is extremely simple it's got a large a lot of its usage is for baby food actually huh it's very it's very much used for young children to eat it's like a good it's because it's got i mean let's be honest it's got kind of a baby food texture yeah for sure. um it's very, it's so mild. So it's very gentle on your stomach. And they also make cream of rice for uh, people who have gluten sensitivity, but you still want that gentle, you know, easy to digest food. Well, that's cool. Good job. Yeah. Good on you, cream of wheat. Nice job, cream of. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, cream of. So cream of wheat was a Nabisco brand forever and ever and ever. Uh, then when Kraft bought Nabisco, it was a Kraft brand. Now the cream of wheat brand is owned by this company called B&G Foods, which I had never really heard of before. Yeah, that sounds real ominous. Uh, I want you to go ahead and look up. Just Google B&G Foods. What's interesting okay. is the B&G Foods corporate site looks like it was developed in 1998. But the <laughs> brands that – it's basically like a conglomerate and they own all these brands that you've heard of. And you're like, oh, who owns that? Oh, B&G boy. Foods, they own like Jolly Green Giant. They own Grandma's Molasses. Like all this stuff when it's like, oh, I buy this product and they're the only brand of it. It's probably owned by B&G. Interesting. It's very strange. Uh, so they own that brand, but they still has the same marketing. They they make it in a bunch of different varieties. They have like original, which I think cooks in like 10 minutes maybe. They have quick cook, which cooks in two and a half minutes. They have instant. Um, they have one minute. And they have a bunch of flavors. And they flavor them the way you would flavor a lot of oatmeals. Maple brown sugar. They have a bananas and cream flavor. They probably have like some kind of fruit flavors that have come and gone. But uh, when you were talking about your savory oatmeal, I was thinking about all of that stuff would be awesome in cream of wheat. Huh. Parmesan cheese. Uh, sriracha cream of wheat would be really good, I think. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think that difference is? I um, think it's because is, it like, is it like a different is there like a different texture to it or just like I think because I've always it it looks a lot like grits so I was like I'm just gonna make it and I, I'll eat it with just you know cooked plain with milk but I'm like maybe I'll put some salt on this and then you get a good flavor and then maybe I'll put some butter on this and now it's just wheat grits basically ah right on. um but I think it's I do think it's a texture thing and I think that's also why I I'm not a big fan of oatmeal. Oatmeal is like smooth and like hot, but it's still kind of got a texture to it. Whereas cream of wheat's got more of like a whipped mashed potato texture to it. Hmm. So it's a lot finer. So yeah, I feel like Parmesan, cream of wheat, sriracha cream of wheat, maybe cream of wheat with uh, like tasso 
and a fried egg. Ho, 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 ho. That would <laughs> oh, be something. Oh, boy. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah, now that would be good. That would be pretty good. I feel like cream of wheat needs a needs a renaissance. Yeah, I feel like that with if oatmeal got a renaissance, cream of wheat is is it's due. It's due I, its time. I think the gluten factor is what's holding it down. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's got sense. wheat in the name and wheat's bad for you. We all know that wheat is the worst thing that's ever happened to the American people. But I do like cream of wheat. What have you ever you've never had it, right? I've never had it, no. It's good. The problem though is and now the the only problem I have with it is Cooking original cream of wheat is probably like oatmeal. The cleanup is just the worst. If you don't clean that pot right away, oh, I yeah. mean, you're going to be scraping all night. If you don't take the, the pot off, dump, dump the oatmeal into your into your bowl and then just immediately just drown your, your pot in water. Like, yeah, you'll, you either have to clean it immediately, you have to soak the pot, or you are basically just throw the pot away. It's yeah. just, it's, it's over. It's not worth it. You can buy another pot. And that's why I'll kind of cheat and I'll cook it in the microwave. I'm bad. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. I know. I know. Paul. When you put as much butter and salt as I put on it, you can't taste the the microwaves in it. (laughs) You're better than that, Paul. I cook it in glass. It's not like I'm cooking it in a plastic Tupperware. (laughs) Aren't you, though? (laughs) No, I know better than that. (laughs) Microwave, uh, dishwasher safe. That's what I cook in. Uh, Some Pyrex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So cream of wheat, it's a good one. It's it's definitely one you can try. They do make instant if you know if you want to sort of baby step into it with the little packets. It cooks really easy. It's better with milk. I think I've only made it with water once and I didn't care for it. But it's a it's a good it's a good alternative. And I, I definitely, if you want to do a savory cereal, I think cream of wheat has got the potential to do savory. I really do. I mean, I feel like that they all do. I think it's mostly just like a texture thing. If you want mm. like a different texture, just a different a different mouth feel, just uh, bounce back and forth. Um, especially if you're not a celiac. If you're a celiac, um, you might want to stick with just the oats or the cream of rice, which also like I'm I'm intrigued by cream of rice. See, cream of rice, I'm sure is fine, but it sounds like rice pudding to me, which is terrible. I don't know if I can agree with you on that. I I, I think I like rice pudding. No, I don't. Wait, no, I don't. I, I, was I, like, I was gonna say this I don't. might be our last episode. No, I don't I, because <laughs> we we uh, occasionally get rice pudding uh, with our Indian order, and I usually try a bite of it and I hate it immediately. So. Yeah, and I'm like, it's like for me, and I'm sorry, it's like flan. Oh, you don't like flan? No, it's just me, and maybe I've never had good flan, but I'm just like, yeah. Eh. I'm going to give it a bite. Yeah, I hate this. Like, uh, flan is like a cousin to me to, um, to panna cotta, which I love. That's good, though. Yeah, panna cotta is great. Maybe I haven't had good flan because it's always at, like, the Mexican place next to the gym. (laughs) It's always next to this Mexican place near the vet, and uh, it it doesn't seem to to taste very good. The meat's not very good, but it's cheap. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm talking about Taco Bell. It's it's the Taco Bell I get it at. They, they, they put a cinnamon twist inside of it. It's great. Taco Bell knows better than to do flan, man. <laughs> no, they stick with their Crunchberry uh, donut bites. They know what's up. <laughs> do you think that Taco Bell w- would do that in the future? Would they Would they make a Crunchberry donut bite? No, that's real, dude. Like a, they make a Captain Crunch. Oh, so so they bite? have these like um, I'm trying to equate. It's like what it's actually based off. I don't even know what it's based on, but it's it's like a fried Cinnabon bite. Uh-huh. So they like these Cinnabon bites. So it's like fried dough with Cinnabon icing in the middle. Okay. 
And they made one that was rolled in crunchberry dust. It's a thing that I like. I like. I'm like. I'm sickened by the fact that I want it. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. I think that's right. Cinnabon delights. Taco Bell Cinnabon delights. And I was doing a. I was getting a drive-through at Taco Bell. It was like a Friday on my way home, and I called Janelle, and I'm like, "What do you want for dinner?" She's like, "I hate to say this, but let's get Taco Bell." And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so we got uh, these Cinnabon delights, and it's like um, like little mini cinnamon roll things with this goo on the inside. It's so good. And then for a limited time, they had it, and it was rolled in Crunchberry powder. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And I remember asking the guy, I'm like, "So wait, these are rat? These are rolled in Crunchberries?" He goes, "Yeah." And I'm like. What do you sell them in? He goes, we sell them in two, we sell them in six, and we sell them in 12. And I go, if I get a 12, can I get six original and six new ones? He goes, yes. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about yes, you read my yes. mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Like, why? And then why do I want it? Oh, no. Because it's garbage and it tastes it's good. Garbage. Yeah, it's but it, garbage. you feel... You know how you feel the, the right before you eat it, like you're so great and happy and excited? Yeah. You feel 100% the polar opposite after you eat that. <laughs> you feel like your mouth has like a, a, a coating on it. Your stomach kind of hurts. And you're, you're like, I am gross. Like... Like you're about to eat it and it seems like a triumph. Like you are like you are you as a human have triumphed over God by being able to eat this this monstrosity, this man-made monstrosity, and you eat it and you you taste it and it feels good in your mouth for a while and then you swallow it and suddenly all that's left for you is emptiness and loneliness and isolation and you feel the abyss swallowing you. <laughs> and shame. It's just shame, just embarrassment. Just like immediately every darkness that you've ever felt, every embarrassment that you felt in your life times a thousand is just flooding your brain. And you're just like, <laughs> I have to, I have to commit myself now. I am now, I'm not officially clinically depressed. The, 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 the peak was so shallow compared to the, the valley, which is so low. Yeah, man. Easy rise, easy fall right there. Oh man. They make an airheads white mystery freeze. <laughs> When's the last time that you open up the cupboard and you're like, you know what? I have some of that oatmeal today. Uh, never. <laughs> In all times, I've never. That's, that's never. That's never been the case. I'd be like, oh, a bag of croutons. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, was this rat poison? All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, I guess I put enough milk on it. <laughs> you open microwave that enough, probably cooks out all the danger, right? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like when you cook alcohol, all the bad stuff goes away. It's just for flavor. Yeah, exactly. That's a long time. Never, never is a long time. <laughs> never is a long time. Yeah, I've never. I can't remember the last time I cooked oatmeal at home. And by cooking, I mean any for like instant. Any. I don't think I. I, I can't remember the last time. <laughs> I haven't been fooled by the flavor pouches. Like it, 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 it tries. Like I, I walk by them at the grocery store and uh, I see them and I'm like, eh, maybe it's gotten better. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't get fooled again. Don't get fooled again. You can't get... That Quaker marketing. <laughs> they're, you know, the Quakers, they're known for their marketing. They're known as being pacifists and great marketers. <laughs> I'm imagining a Quaker agency in the 60s. <laughs> 
<laughs> a bunch of people, a bunch of guys in, in uh, tri-corner hats just sitting around a table, not smoking. and uh, Not drinking. Not smoking, not drinking. And uh, with very regular bowels. And yep. just like trying to come up with, uh, with new, hot new slogans for, for their products. Like Jebediah, you looked great on the box today. I can't think of another. That's, I think that's the only Quaker name. And I don't even know if that's a Quaker name. That's, I think that's more of an Amish name. Yeah, and the only thing I could think of is Ezekiel. Yeah, Ezekiel and Jedediah. That's that's all there is. Well, I wanted to touch on a few other sort of fringe hot cereals. This was as I was doing research for hot cereal in general. Found some stuff that I thought was interesting. Found some stuff that sounded gross. Found some stuff that I feel like Nick would be into. And then I found a couple things that I'd actually heard of that I was pretty impressed that I'd heard of. Huh. So uh, staying on uh, sort of that, we, we had a little bit of grit talk. Grit talk. Grit talk. Now that's like a local NPR radio show. Grit talk? Grit talk. It, it, where it's just like Josh Brolin and Jeff Bridges talking to each other about grits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's on your Arkansas affiliate station. Uh, so I looked at some different uh, grits out there. You've got the Quaker grits. You've got a lot of local brands. But I, I ended up found two, uh, three grit products, and uh, they're all from Bob's Red Mill. Bob's Red Mill. Yeah, you know Bob's Red Mill? I do. Uh, I think I've purchased uh, one product from Bob's Red Mill in my whole life. I buy Bob's Red Mill all the time. That dude, that that... Chubby bearded man. He always produces just such a plethora of different things of random grains and flowers that I I enjoy. I always thought he looked like Dr. Hammond from Jurassic Park. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and then except that he has the most boring theme park in the world. Yeah. So he's a real guy and he's he's still alive. He's the CEO of Bob's Red Mill. Welcome His name is to Bob Moore. Welcome to my park. <laughs> and there's Welcome to Bob's Red Mill. <laughs> Bob's Red Mill. Da, na, 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 na. It's like, oh, God, Bob's Red Mill again. <laughs> you're, just, you're just driving down. It's like, what is that? Well, Billy, that's giant millet. <laughs> Can we go back to Colonial Williamsburg? <laughs> Watch out. We're being attacked by rye flour. It's cracked. Um, so Bob, Bob's Red Mill was founded in 1978 in mm. Oregon by yeah. Bob Moore. Uh-huh. And I mean, he's got some insane hot cereal options. What do you mean? Like, what, yeah, well, I can only imagine like what kind of cereal options he has since he's got like, like that's the only person I can find that has like flaxseed flour and stuff like that. Like what, yeah. what kind of, that, what other things, how is he innovating the hot cereal market? The way he's innovated the flour market basically yeah. is the same. So his grit selection, he has um, polenta corn grits. That seems redundant, right? I don't maybe, Yeah. yeah. I, I was looking up sort of what's the difference between polenta and grits. Yeah. And it seems like it's a regional thing. Yeah. From a fundamental ingredient, it's a regional thing. Obviously, the way it's prepared, it's different. But mm-hmm. polenta's from Italy and the grits are from the American South. But basically, they're very finely ground corn. You have a polenta and then you've got grits. Mm-hmm. Well, polenta is probably not cooked with bacon fat. I mean, pancetta fat. That's, true. That's a good point. And then I'm sure that it's you're going to be hard-pressed to get runny polenta 
for breakfast. That's true. Yeah, um, you will not get that. At, yeah, Huddle House doesn't have polenta on the menu. <laughs> and yeah, it'll be hard fought to find, to go into one of the uh, the morning bars in Italy and be like, Ciao, come stai? Uh, vorrei un, uh, un po' di grits. I grits. They'll be like, get out. Because they all speak English. You know, we don't have that. <laughs> that was South Italy. That's how they talk in Sicily and Naples. <laughs> They're just like, get um, out of here. Get out of here. The uh, polenta corn so they looked a little bit like whole or cut, like thicker cut, like steel cut grits. Mm-hmm. Um, they have whole grain millet grits. <laughs> okay. And barley grits. What do those even look like? I don't even know what that would even look like. So it's basically taking those respective grains and just milling them all the way down to like a fine powder, basically. One step above meal is grit. Um, okay, so when I look at the rest of Bob's show, these are all under cereal in his on his website. So that's why I'm, I'm just going with it. I'm going with what he says. Yeah, sure. I mean, why wouldn't you be able to trust Bob? He, it's not like he made a park that's going to have millet and flaxseed try to kill us or anything. <laughs> That's right. Except uh, 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 Disney World, the attractions don't uh, uh, eat the, the, get the visitors. <laughs> that was a dead on Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Stop! Oh, uh, that's my favorite. He's probably like one of the best characters ever. Okay, organic high fiber cereal. That's one of the options. Yeah, made from the perfect blend of oatmeal, flax seeds, wheat germ, oat bran, and wheat bran. Do you have trouble pooping? <laughs> I mean, that. This is the uh, hot super colon blow. <laughs> this is like you you have a little bit more time in the morning and that you don't have to eat Uncle Sam. But, you know, you have a little extra time <laughs> that you can like mix some things in there. Maybe get some uh, some blueberries in there. Maybe get some some of the maple brown uh, maple brown sugar in there. Something like that. Mix that into into there, and then really just clean out that colon. Really just oh, yeah. just poop your bones right out. <laughs> I think this cereal is actually what Lloyd poured into Harry's tea in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually this organic high fiber. It was, it was just that, yeah. Uh-huh. He has organic kasha. I've never heard of that. I mean, I've heard of kashi, but what's kasha? So kasha is a traditionally Eastern European and um, uh, Jewish food. Okay. We, you know what groats are? Yeah. Okay, so groats are basically the the whole kernel. So it's buckwheat groats that have been husked and roasted. Now, George Costanza's dad, Frank Costanza, eats this in bed with him while they have to share a bed because... Uh, Frank doesn't want to sleep on the pea stain sofa. Kasha. <laughs> right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so he makes an organic kasha. Mm. Organic cracked rye. I mean, this is like, so to me, he also has like um, bulgur wheat and a lot of this stuff. These to me, like kasha, cracked rye, these are side dishes to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like this is not breakfast. Yeah. But I, I guess it all falls under like the same way that like, <laughs> Like baby meals are falls under like cereals. It's like adult baby cereal is what that is. <laughs> so it's old people food. It's like old people food. It's like it's. Uh, then he has a, a a number of rolled products. Rolled. So like how traditional oatmeal is rolled oats. Oh yeah. He has. I'm gonna go through this pretty quick. You uh, hit me up with any questions at the end here. All right. I'll save. I'll save my question for the end. Save your questions for the end. Yes. Uh, uh, Mr. Tilby and I have a two-part question. 
Um, rolled wheat, rolled barley, rolled spelt, and rolled tritical flakes. Tritical flakes. Or if it was uh, next to the polenta, it'd be triticale. Yeah, so spelt. Spelt is one of those things that the... Because that's like an ancient grain or something like that, right? Like that's one yeah. of those, those old-timey grains. It's just not... You don't see that... You don't see that anywhere except for like artisan cafeterias. Mm-hmm. Who's eating rolled spelt? Who's growing spelt? <laughs> what who what goes through a farmer's mind who's like, you know, yeah, I've got my cash crops, I got my corn growing, I got my wheat growing. There's my spelt batch. <laughs> That's right. Dumb hipsters. <laughs> That's a new cash crop. And I got I got my millet, I got my pharaoh over there. That's right. <laughs> pharaoh, how's that spelt? Oh, Paul, that took me a while to get. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, what about, did you know what, do you know what triticale or triticale or? No, I've never heard of that. It's a special hybrid of wheat and rye. Oh, really? Oh, brother. It's like they're trying to find stuff Paul hasn't heard of. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot out there. Yeah, barley and rye. Look, just take those, make beer and whiskey out of it like you're supposed to, and everything will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they have they already have a purpose yeah oh well you know this beer's not selling like it used to i guess i'm gonna sell this as a hot gross flavorless <laughs> breakfast cereal <laughs> time for me to go into the disgusting cereal business <laughs> this other thing that i found um kind of everything about the brand and where it's from it's all very romantic i love it it's called red river red river hot cereal oh what's that it's got a great box it's like an old school red rectangular box like how you would buy pancake mix you open it up and it's just bam powder right there oh wow you know yeah. old school Founded in 1924 in Manitoba. Oh, another Canadian brand. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a blend of steel-cut wheat, steel-cut rye, cracked, and whole flax. And it's just like right in the cardboard box, no bag, just like... Car- it's, no bag. It's just cardboard. Yeah, it's Red River cereal, man. Yeah, it's beefy. If you can't take the rapids, don't go down the Red River. <laughs> Do not. Yeah, I mean, they, they will check you because they're from Canada and they're into hockey. <laughs> I'm glad you explained the pun. Yeah, because you know. Yeah, I, okay. I realized that if I if I just would have left it at they will check you, you'll be like what? And I'd be like huh? because of hockey in Canada. Oh and, right. Yeah. See, that's why I'm not. I leave the puns to you. I don't. I'm not very good at the puns. That's okay. It's it, puns are ninety percent confidence. <laughs> it's just you gotta sell it. Uh, when you cook, so Red River hot cereal. When it's cooked, it looks like a brown oatmeal porridge kind of thing. Like it's distinctly brown. How how does it get brown? Why is it so brown? Well, because it's steel cut wheat, rye, and whole flax. Oh right, it's not. So it's, it's not oats. It looks like brown oatmeal. Huh. I've had Red River once. Was it good? Well, the way I had it was because it was Red River Flapjacks. Oh. Like buckwheat pancakes. Buckwheat pancakes and stuff. Yeah, I like that. Oh, so it was really good. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's healthy. It's Red River cereal. Right. It's like, oh, it's healthy. It's 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 oats. Pour all the maple syrup on top yeah. of it. Butter. Maple syrup? What are you putting on airs? Mrs. Buttersworth. <laughs> 
What I like is when I put the, my syrup in the microwave, it has a little indicator that tells me when the syrup is hot. That's the only syrup for me. Now that's what, that's Hungry Jack. That's Hungry Jack, yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> that it has a thermal detector on it? Well, just that, like, that, it's like, what, what are we supposed to do? It's syrup. There's 5,000 different varieties. Mm-hmm. I got it. Let's put one of those crappy little outdoor thermometer strip things on it so people can know when the cancers have been released from the plastic bottle and it's time to enjoy this hot syrup alternative. Right. When we can tell the people that the plastic is finally leached into the syrup and they can finally enjoy our low-grade quality product. (laughs) What was the syrup you guys had as a kid? Mrs. Buttersworth. But in the glass bottle. Oh, Yes. That's Janelle and I always talk about that. We're like, man, remember when this came in a round glass bottle and she talked in the commercial? Yeah. And she was like, I, I didn't realize until later that that was really creepy and weird. A lot of stuff was creepy and weird in the 80s and 90s. We just didn't realize it. We just didn't really pick up it on was, it. Yeah. It was a much more innocent time. It's like when we get older and we get scared of clowns because clowns are super creepy. But as a kid, like you're into clowns. Like it's just like a funny guy that will fall down when you ask him to and like makes you balloon animals. But then like later on, they look like killers. Well, they also were popping out of the bushes, scaring people. Yeah. That's, uh, that's also a thing. Clowns are demonstrably more scary when they're popping out of the woods or like whispering to people from trees, Mm -hmm. from behind trees. So creepy. So super creepy. Dear people of the world, stop dressing up like clowns and scaring people. It's not cool. Just stop. Love, Nick. P.S. Paul agrees. <laughs> and, and in the season that we're in, folks, don't be that guy who dresses up as a clown for Halloween. Don't dress up like a clown for Halloween. Unless, unless you are like, you know, a honest to God clown. Unless you're like, you know, you, you've gone to school for clowning. That's cool. I'm fine with that. Or if you're a juggalo, I'll even accept if you are a juggalo, you can dress up like a, like a clown. <laughs> but don't just uh, just dress up like a clown to scare people and like you know carry around knives and stuff like that. Like that's unnecessary and really dist- is not in the spirit of the season. Let's that's right. Let's, Agreed. Let's uh, let's grow up. Red River cereal. Give it a try. You can get it at a lot of grocery stores. The problem with it though is it's such a big box. You're gonna have it for a while. Oh, really? Is it that big? Is it like a honeycomb box? <laughs> no. Because that would be it's, ridiculous. It's not honeycomb, but I mean, it's big enough because I think the serving is like uncooked. It's probably half a cup to three quarters of a cup. Uh-huh. So you're going to, I mean, it's like the size of a, oh my God, this doesn't even equate anymore. Like old laundry detergent boxes? Nope. Don't know what that means. Um, um, box of, I mean, pancake mix. This is box pancake mix size. So we're talking like grape nut size box. Yes, there you go. Okay. Yeah, the last thing that I found is people eating hot rice as (laughs) breakfast. Just cooking rice and that's it? I'm going to do my best to not editorialize here. Uh Uh-huh. Came across a blog. Yeah. Had to read quick and get out. Uh Uh-huh. Drove me crazy. Okay. But it was like basically you could take leftover cooked rice or you can cook rice. Make sure the rice is warm. Top it with milk and cinnamon. Oh, that's not bad. Well, so I read that and I'm like, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like the original Cap'n Crunch. Cap'n Crunch, yeah, it does yeah. sound like Cap'n Crunch. And then I wondered, why don't people eat more hot rice for breakfast? Yeah, leftover rice, a little bit of milk, a little bit of snow, a little bit of that cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe some nutmeg on there. Oh, I do like that. 
<laughs> well, the original Cap'n Crunch is brown sugar and butter. Oh. So you could also give that a go, too. A little brown sugar and butter. And then maybe a little bit more of that cinnamon. Oh, that, that'd be, that might treat me right. I wish this was a... I wish we had a visual medium for this episode. <laughs> I don't... I don't know that you do. I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try that. I might try that. Yeah, it's a, and it's good to try with leftovers because it's like, oh, this sucks. You don't feel bad because you know. Yeah, right. And you, you were gonna probably pitch that anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I found a whole bunch of crazy hot cereal recipes. There's a lot of kind of ones you would expect. A lot of weird fruits and nuts in it. But there was one. Um, and then all Latino hot cereal recipes. Okay. Like with, and, and they actually had a lot of savory things. So it was like polenta with poblano peppers oh. and some cheese and chorizo. And I'm like, that sounds oh, like lunch, that sound, but like, that sounds good. It sounds great, but yeah, it does sound mm. like lunch. Yeah. I don't know if, if you were to take that same combination, but instead of polenta, put eggs in there. It would, that would be breakfast. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that would be good breakfast, too. Yeah, super good breakfast. Maybe add a little bit of avocado in there, too. All right. Uh, nope, we're done. Can't do it. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you have something? Do you have a problem with avocado? I just have a problem with people and avocado nowadays. <laughs> oh, so it's not like a taste thing. It's more of a curmudgeonly no. thing. It's just more of a, yeah, I'm just like, ugh. It's a more of a get off my lawn thing than it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's a grand Grand Torino kind of thing. <laughs> Which, by the way, I relate to Clint Eastwood and Grand Torino way more than a man my age. You, yeah, if you relate at all to him, it's more than you should. <laughs> I'm like, eh, eh I'd, I'd be irritated too. <laughs> so you don't, you have a problem with people that are into avocado right now? It's just. You know what it is? It's for me. It's the same as people who are like super organic, or it's just too much. You know, here it's almost like a part of life that you take for granted. Like avocado is just going to come with this. That's just the way things are because it's avocado, and avocado is just everywhere here. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, I mean, you know, like if they, if anything has the word California in front of it, like California BLT or California, oh, it's, got it's got avocado. That's that's how they make it, California. It's Got avocado on it. <laughs> Which I hear Californians hate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't necessarily care for the fact that it's made, that things are made uh, California by putting, just by adding like some kind of, like either avocado or kale or like sprouts or mm. something like that on there. Like put some alfalfa Ooh. sprouts on it. It's California now. I um, love sprouts. Well, they're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, here, like, yeah, I would put avocado on everything. I would have avocado for every meal of the day. I mean, I like avocado. I don't, sure. I don't want, I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong. It's just the, sh you know what it feels like? Here's what it is. Tell everything feels like a show now. But people are putting on airs. Yeah. It's like, they're not doing it because they like it. They're doing it because it's in vogue. They're doing it because pretty people like it. Yeah, because that's that's what's hot right now. Is that what's hot? Is that what's hot right now? Doing your taxes? Is that what's hot? <laughs> you know what? Shutting down the studio. That should be my new catchphrase. Shutting down the studio? That's it, guys. Shutting down the studio. Out. Everyone out. Everyone out. I thought our, our, the new catchphrase is going to be cut and roll. 
<laughs> Cut and roll is great. No, that's when we got to get out of the studio. Oh, yeah. That's it. I'm shutting down the studio. Cut and roll, cut guys. And, cut and roll, guys. Cut and roll. I think cut and roll's got legs, man. I, I think it does, too. That's got to be... That, that might have to be our new sign-off. Cut and roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess that's going to wrap things up for Hot Cereal. Thank you, guys, for listening to the Super Cereal Podcast. This is the podcast that we make, and it's about super cereals. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Overcast, and on Google Play Music, uh, and probably so many other places, because our universe is multitudes, and there are different things for different people all the time. I stopped paying attention. You lost me. You lost me. I kind of spaced out. I, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like very Carl Sagan-esque. I was about to start talking about, we are made of star stuff. You can also contact us on social services that you know and love, such as Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. And you just look up Super Serial Podcast. And that's how you find us. It's that easy. It truly is that easy. And guess what? You can also email us at superserialpodcast at gmail.com. We're collecting questions, comments, insults, and compliments for our mailbag episode. We've got we've got an email in the bag already. We got a question. We got we got one question. We just need we, got, we need a, at least a couple more. Just give us a couple more before we start turning to like Yahoo Answers or something like that for, for <laughs> the mailbag. Or just basically critiquing every uh, everybody else's opinion on cereal on the internet. Don't worry, that's an episode coming up. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Paul, I'm so uh, glad that you've taken over saying the name of the email address because I, I just can't. I can't get through it. I don't know what, what block in my head there is. I just can't get through that email address. It's okay. I have trouble saying croissant. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, this is Nick. This is Paul. And this has been Cereal. 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 cereal.